Um, so, this episode is coming out in, like, less than 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So, I figured my fun bit on this episode would be that I live-write the episode description. And so just every once in a while, I'll just be like, that's going in the description, and then, like, write a sentence. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. Colin Ashley. Emilio Diaz. It's 11.08pm uh, Eastern Time. The can lineup was announced, like, 18 hours ago? I guess, in theory, 18 hours ago. In practice, maybe closer to 17. Uh, sure. And we're, you know, the the official selection, the bulk of it, uh, and we're ready to go through it. We're all yep, an so early morning excited. lineup announcement and a late night podcast recording. We've yep. all had, we've all spent all day digesting this, for sure. Yep. That's all we've been doing, is thinking about the I've been thinking life. about it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely went back to sleep for longer than I intended to after it. I really? like try yeah, I like tried to get up three separate times and it didn't work. Wow. So what time you woke up at like five? Well that's the other thing. The the alarm woke sure. me up slightly late, but uh Thierry yeah. Fermo had not even started talking yet when okay. it actually woke me up. That's great. Uh, and then, yeah, went back to sleep around 6.30, did not mm. wake back up till, like, 10.30. Whereas I couldn't fall back asleep. Oh, that's you were good. so buzzed. Uh-huh. Being like, Just think of all these movies I'm gonna go asleep. see. Mm-hmm. No. No. Ooh, we should do a bit where we each pick one movie Emilio has to see. <laughs> no. I don't think we can do it'll that. Be ti- it'll be time-dependent, you know? Well, sure. <laughs> Right, I'm I sure guess, yeah, see Amelia can say, like, I have these three slots in my schedule open. Like, each of you can pick something for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. How about I don't do a goddamn thing you tell me to? <laughs> We're it's just... On our All right, mister, I might be too tired to say a single word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pre-show, that's pre-show. <laughs> We're gonna cut that. <laughs> We're not cutting anything. <laughs> um, what we're, we're we're doing our famous we're answering questions about yep. the can line. we're bringing yes, back our... the same exact questions from last year everyone yeah, loved them so much there's been so much demand well. people yeah all day people have been like what are the answers to the questions uh-huh what are to the me? answers to the nine questions the famous and nine I telling questions them 42 and they're mm. like shut up nerd yeah That's exactly what they say. (laughs) More, more, more. (laughs) Do we just want to get right into the first question? I think we should. All right. Yeah. 
I think mean, we're hoping to bring this in in under an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. What is the biggest surprise inclusion? Sure. You want to answer first, um, Colin? Yes, I can. I'm. I lost the note. <laughs> um, here we go. Zone of interest. <laughs> Jonathan sure. Glazer. Sure. I was I was convinced it wasn't going to be there for sure. I was as well, like forty eight hours ago, and then over the last forty eight hours, it's been like, oh no, they got it. Uh, but yeah, that certainly makes sense as an yeah. answer. Uh, and I guess we should say this is the biggest surprise inclusion in competition. Yes. Uh, yes. So. My answer to this question has to be the one person whose name I did not know, which is uh, first-time Tunisian filmmaker Ramada Toulaisi, uh, who did have a short film at TIFF in 2021 and at New Directors, New Films in 2022. Uh, but her film is called Banel and Adama. Uh, and that's about all we know. There was a trailer for the short film on YouTube that I watched, and it is a fairly visually striking minute and a half of a girl walking. So, excited to see what this feature looks like. Any other surprises? The other one that Either I was... Small. The other one that I was surprised to hear, um, this morning was, uh, Firebrand... Kareem Ainuz's right. film. I did not even know. <laughs> right. Starring Alicia Vikander and uh, Jude Law. We, uh, it was uh, Michelle Williams had initially signed on to it and then dropped sure. out of it uh, either for another movie or uh, cause she was having a child. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I And like, I, he won Uncertain Regard, I think, in 2019, so I had kind of flagged this at, like, the beginning of the year. It's like, oh, that would make sense to for him to kind of get that upgrade. Uh, but there was just, like, not ever anything to, like, push him onto my list. Uh, I will say, as far as my list, the first 11 names that were said were all on my list. Uh, but then I ended up only going 13 for 19, which I think might just be... Did you end up... I think that might just be the same as last year. Did you end up having uh, Brea on your list? Because I know yes, in our group I chat you were it, saying I pushed that her, you didn't think she would I be. threw her in last night. Yeah. Wow. I was like... I How many like last-minute changes like, did you make last night? Not a lot. That was the only one that affected anything because you said I you think. were you yeah you in our discussion before we started recording you were talking about how haynes like you had sort of right haynes i took out, out like a couple like, days ago which sure. was a miss um sure. uh but yeah briat i think last night i was hearing that like literally at like midnight french time last night he still had not officially invited any French movies and then was like, alright, seems like they're not the ones that people are expecting, but then simultaneously had been hearing that there was going to be a record set for women in competition, which there was at a whopping six. Uh, so I was like, alright, if it's a name that people aren't necessarily predicting and a lot of the French directors are going to be women, which so far it's two out of three. I was like, 
yeah, sure, let's throw her in there. And I was right. Yeah. That may have been the only one of those last second changes I ended up making. Well, I think, uh, should we move on to the second question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the biggest surprise exclusion from <laughs> competition. I think, so I have two, like, half answers. Sure. If it's just in terms of what didn't make it to the competition, I think the obvious answer is Flower Moon, uh, where they, they're having it, the, well, like, we know they're gonna have it. I mean, this is, and then there's, this is the weird one where, like, he is, for, Terry Fermo, sort of at the press conference, though it was less clear through the translation, but then subsequently in interviews has basically just said, like, I keep telling Martin Scorsese and Apple that at any moment they can tell me that they want to be in competition, like, up until sure. the movie screens, and I'll let yeah. him in. Um, yeah. So maybe there's still a chance. There obviously. is still a chance. I mean, it um, doesn't surprise me that they don't want to do it. That, I don't right, think there's Apple any reason. Yeah, like, there's the, no reason the, for them to yeah. do it, I don't think. Right. Oh, God, yeah, what if it wrong. lost? Like, what if it didn't, like, I mean... Right, it could win. Right, I mean, yeah. it, it's, there also isn't any huge reason for them to not do it. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't win anything, and that was fine. But, you know, I mean, I, a lot of directors of that age are just, like, especially the American ones, are, I feel like, are just, like, you know... And he won a palm. I, I'm not surprised. It's just, like... Why bother? Let someone else have a chance. Well, I'll also say, as person who has been to Cannes, <laughs> I think there is like an, a, a significant difference in the amount of people that can see something if it's out of competition versus it in like a glitzy premiere of that sort versus if it's in competition. Like if it's in competition, that assumes like it's going to get multiple screenings. Sure. Three days it can, people are going to get screenings of it. So I think there, that makes like, sense. There, there might be a consideration of just like, yeah, we just want to have like a big fancy premiere and then we'll all fly out. We don't want to like, right. show this to enough people to have like a solid consensus built around it before it because it doesn't come out for like six months that also makes a lot of sense and also maybe makes sense more even more sense why Fremo would be pushing for it but yeah that makes sense um but then my other uh this is not that's not even playing is um what won our draft uh perfumed hill the uh sasaka film yeah that one i took out of my predictions pretty late because i just heard that that's not going to be ready till next year uh so probably we'll just be at can next year in competition i mean the number one seed is also not here yeah that's well yeah that is my answer of i am you know that's the you know that movie it sounds like is done um you know, was right. relatively close to done last year, I think, uh, Robin Campillo's film. Uh, and I was just like, he right. feels like, of the and French so, people, like, the most obvious. And so, right. there is going to be at least one French movie added. It certainly right. could be him. I mean, as far as, like, there's right. going to be, I, I think, think yeah, yeah. at least... The question would be, why didn't they announce it? now well this is well again i think it literally is just like they always go until the last second with the french movies it seems like they went even more to the last second this time 
And so I'm sure he has seen it, but he did also say like, there's stuff that we're waiting on to see, but then there is also stuff that I just want more time to think about. So this could fall in that category. I mean, I know I heard I that uh, the Bruno Dumont film, he got, like, they got very, very late. Um, so it is, like, it's certainly possible that, like, this is in the run- was in the running and is still, like, if we can't find anything else that excites us, we'll get in. But, the you know, the fact that it wasn't, like, a priority does maybe mean, like, it's not as strong as I might have been thinking. I think, like, if there was a French movie that was, like, this is a slam-dunk palm door contender, he would have put it in there. Next question. Well, I was gonna say, this is maybe also just a a good place for my little segment of where do I think all of the movies uh, that I had in my predictions that are not yet uh have a premiere announced, which is the movies that are in competition, and the only other one that is in the lineup so far is uh, Victor Arishay's film, which I would imagine we will talk about at some point in Cannes premiere. Uh, So there are seven more movies that uh, have not made it yet, Uh, or, you know, don't have a home yet, so uh, Lisandro Alonso's film... I kind of think that might just be it can next year. It I I'm I I there I I like kept being like I should maybe take that out. I'm not sure it's done and then there was never anything where I was like I got to put that in. Um you know, I wouldn't be shocked if it showed up at Directors Fortnite, but I I think all of his movies except for maybe the first one have premiered at can. So, you know, it's, you know, it still might not be in competition, but, and, you know, maybe he's like, Locarno is a better home for me. I could win a big award there, but I'm thinking it's just next year. Uh, Robin Campillo, as we said, certainly could just end up in competition, but I, I, I'm at this point going to say director's Fortnite. I feel like that movie... If he was interested in doing Venice, it seems like, timeline-wise, probably could have done that last year. Um, though I think he has had a couple of movies in Orizani, so it's not out of the question, but I, I think just we'll end up in the Fortnite. Uh, Amat Escalante, I'm thinking Venice. Uh, he has had movies in Cannes competition, but also in Venice competition. Yorgos Lanthimos, I never specified which movie I was predicting, and of course neither of them ended up in. Um, and I I heard someone say that they might just both premiere at Venice, which would be interesting, and I am just going to say that that's what ends up happening. He is one of the names who, like, Variety and whatnot are saying, like, oh, there's going to be more, Seems a like few more movies, maybe whatever, he's yeah. one of them, but I feel like that's less, uh, there's any indication that that will happen, and more just, like, that's a famous director who we were expecting to hear, let's keep saying him. I think, I guess I don't remember last year, but I feel like the late editions are never anything that... No, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a late edition. 
It could be. Well, that was like he said at the initial press conference. He did conference, say like, he was waiting, waiting for him to, to tell me it is done. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think it could be something. You know, last year it was Pacification, and then Mother and Son, uh, the Leonor Sarai uh, film that no one ever really saw. So it would be a little unusual, but the fact that they're just doing this more and more. With the late, you like building the late editions into their sort of announcement schedule, makes me think that like anything could happen. Um, and just to be clear, Fromo has nothing to do with director's Fortnite program. No, right? Nothing. Or does he? Nothing. Okay. Other than that, he can pick movies and then they can't be uh, right. But yeah, <laughs> Directors Fortnite is an entirely autonomous organization that just happened. The festival happens. So are they at just the like getting time. started now? Then of like people? Who no, I mean, I think are... you know, I think they have a lot yeah. of stuff in place, and then they had some backups yeah. in case, sure. stu- especially like French stuff that was waiting to hear yeah. from from I, I, Like not that much stuff is like borderline. I guess it might be borderline with like uncertain regard. I guess that is right. I mean, it's just the French stuff. Right. The French stuff is all borderline because no one knows until twelve hours before the press conference. But I think other than that, they probably had like at least two thirds of their lineup before this press conference happened. And I would guess that like now they're down to like maybe there's a couple of things left to confirm. And I think that's happening on Tuesday, so we'll have that on our next episode. Because there is a thing you said in our group chat about a certain independent distributor that we may have talked about recently sending Mm. movies to Cannes and them getting rejected, and I... Uh huh. We'll see if a lot of them right. might end up at Director's Fortnite. Uh, uh, I feel well, like a lot right. of them yes. end up at Director's Fortnite usually anyway. Yes, I believe what I had heard maybe was that all of them got rejected except for two. Presumably one of the... Either that wasn't true or they said, actually, never mind on one of right. those movies because uh, Zone of Interest is what we've got in there. Um... Yes, I think that A24 will have movies and directors Fortnite again. Um, the next two people are people who Terry Frimmel, uh in his Screen Daily interview, uh, specifically said they are not going to be ready, who are Lajli, which is what I'd initially be, uh, director of Les Miserables, which is what I'd initially been hearing on his film, and then heard that he was doing the Claire Denis last year of, like, actually, let's hurry this up and see if I can get it submitted, but sounds like it did not work this time. Uh, And, you know, based on the way that he gave that answer, I would assume is not still trying to make the next week, though who knows. So Venice makes sense there. Um... His last movie got an Oscar nomination. Uh, he co-wrote Athena, which was in competition at Venice last year. I'm sure they would love to have his new film. Uh, and then Jeff Nichols, who... Right. You said favored over right, Haynes. Yeah. Right, I was saying to Andy earlier that, like, Nichols and Haynes, I kind of hit a point a few days ago where I was like, I don't, of course, I don't feel like they're both going to be in 
because I feel like both of them just like we'd been here we would be hearing more about them if they were like definitely in I guess the thing probably to do would have just been to like uh, hedge there and just leave them both in but instead I edge towards Jeff Nichols because he seems to have even the slightly stronger relationship with Ken. He was on the jury last year. Haynes has premiered movies at Venice, which Nichols hasn't, but I was wrong. Uh, and so I'm going to say Telluride for Jeff Nichols, just because I, I don't know Ooh. if there is any relationship it, uh, with Venice. And I, you know, I, you know, they probably would be happy to have Austin Butler and Tom Hardy in town, but. You know, there's always a lot of American movies, a lot of Oscar-y things, and that one maybe isn't quite so much, so I'm predicting yeah. he gets uh, bounced over to Telluride. And then finally, Alexander Payne, who I'm Wait, under the, the impression... rumors. Right, I was under... I'm, I was... Until up to the press conference, I was under the impression that he was... The answer to what I was talking about last week of there is an American movie that people are not talking about uh, that has been invited uh, and is locked in. Apparently not. Uh, maybe there's still next week, but I I'm just I I'm thinking Venice yeah. here as well. Uh, great. You know, downsizing was it Venice? Uh, sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, and that went great. <laughs> of course. I'm predicting all of these movies will be at TIFF. There will be TIFF <laughs> Wow. All seven. All right. And I'd just like to say that what movies Jesse is thinking will be at Venice is going in the episode description. Whoa. Great. Um, all right. Next question. What movie sort of a, is in the yeah. wrong section? Do you want to start? Because I, I have like a very idea. specific oh, answer. That's more than one movie, so why don't you start? I just think uh, we, you mentioned him earlier, uh, Victor. Kennedy, yeah, um, it should be a competition. Yeah, so this is what I was gonna say. Um, the fact that Ken Loach is in competition and Victor Eriche is not feels insulting to me. Like Loach is just like. He's always around. Uh, Terry Fermo is, like, trying to get cute during the press conference of, like, oh, every time I call Ken and say, we want your movie in competition, and he says, oh, really? Uh, but, like, everything, like <laughs> his last two movies were in competition at Cannes. He only has one other movie before that, and that played Critics Week. This is his first movie in 30 years. It just feels like that should be a big deal. You should put him in competition. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think swap those two, and then I think the other two to swap. Wow. I think Not Even Ready, same deal. We've had enough, even though his movie before the last one I saw and thought was pretty good. And I'm going to double down on, sure. I think, that they should have put the Steve McQueen documentary in competition. They did. Sure. Wow. We really should, I, I didn't say this during Biggest Surprise Inclusion. Another one was the um, the Wang Bing documentary, uh, sure. He at which he has another movie that's in the special screening section. And 
I had heard that one of them is short and one of them is long, because he generally makes long movies, and it does sound like the long one is the one in competition. Um, I'd been is this hearing the one that maybe, people are saying 10 hours? So I had been hearing 10 hours, and I was like, there's no way there's a 10-hour movie in competition. And it sounds like the 10-hour project has been split into several parts, and this is like, three to four hours of it. Uh, I had heard maybe... I, I'd heard Spring is maybe the subtitle, so it's maybe four parts based on seasons. I don't know. But anyway, I think the Steve McQueen documentary should have been in competition. Fromil even said, like, we'd love to have Steve McQueen in competition at some point. I think Blitz, like, just finished shooting within the last month or so. Um, but I feel like, I know there is, like, a little bit of a prejudice against, uh, filmmakers who have mostly worked in fiction being like, oh, I'll try my hand at a documentary. Uh, but, like, Steve McQueen is also a fine artist. He's not just gonna, like, yeah. go make a didactic documentary. Like, I assume if he is wanting to make a documentary, he has, like, just as strong visual ideas as he does when he's making fiction films. Uh, so yeah, sure. those are my switches. Yeah, I got yeah. Also on the Nanny Moretti thing, I think I, there I forget if it was this interview or the uh, another interview I read where he's like, well, he he won my first one, so like Fermo like has like oh, sure. nostalgia for yeah. for that for that reason. I mean, so that's why the loyalty. I think I ha well, I have also heard people say, and this makes sense, just kind of given what the Nanny Moretti character is, is that like. He is the person who, like, if you told him, actually, we want you to be in Cannes premiere, he would be like, no, fuck you, I hate you now. Sure. <laughs> so, you know. Italian types? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't know that that's true of the other Italians who are in competition, but, uh... That seems, you know, it's general. easy for Not me to say, go ahead and burn that bridge. Uh, you know, they're probably friends, you know. What can you do? All right. All right. Uh, Which part? Italian should Fermo burn a bridge with? Is going <laughs> to the description. Great. Um, what is a good movie that will get lost in the shuffle of can? Why don't you go first here, Colin? Because I'm pretty sure we do not have the same answer. Um, this is maybe the the first one that jumped out to me was the the Jaylon. Um, sure, that makes sense. It kind of happened to Wild Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. I feel like I will be excited to see this. Yeah, and it uh, this was just yeah my first instinct. Mm -hmm. Firebrand is kind of a low key, just because I'm like, it kind of has uh, the uh, sort of trash prestige that I'm a fan of. Sure. Yeah, I don't know what like, to make of that. I guess, you know, like, I do feel like his his previous films are, like, pretty well-liked, though not super widely seen. And, like, Michelle Williams makes interesting enough choices that just the even the fact that she is attached to it is, like, okay, it's probably an interesting script. So, I don't, and, you know, I, what Terry Fermo's opinion of it was maybe means a little less to me, but... I'm curious to see about that. Um, my answer is a film that is in the can premiere section. Sure. 
Ketel qui averes le thème de Amir. She is uh, a French director, so one who did not make the competition. And I have not seen any movies of her movies, but I do just feel like they're all pretty well liked. And he was, Frimo has kind of been talking up both in the lead up to the festival and uh, at the press conference, like, oh, this can premiere section seems like it's maybe like, I, it's, I, he even was maybe admitting like, oh, we just kind of, it was like initially conceived as like, uh, there's too many movies because it's 2021 and we didn't have a festival last year. We need space for more. But then last year it was like, actually, we had, there were movies that had a lot of success that were in Cannes premieres last year. Uh, but the space that those movies had success in was specifically the Césars. Uh, no one outside of France has seen either of those movies that he's talking about, which are uh, the Dominic Mall film and the, um, the Rodrigo Sorigoyen film, who he's a Spanish filmmaker, I think, but the... Uh, film was in French and with French actors. So, uh, so I, I'm thinking here, like, this one will kind of have that similar fate, but then there'll be people who are like, actually, this one's really interesting, and it'll just, like, not really play at Amer- uh, North American festivals, and then it'll, like, pop up at Rendezvous with French Cinema Lincoln Center next year, and people will be like, oh, this one's interesting, but we'll never catch on. Uh, what do we got next? next? next what will uh, longest who standing or ovation. what will get the longest standing ovation? I've got kind of going... a combination. Who what here? Because I do. Sure. Think... I have an I have an out of competition. Oh, you have an out. Yeah, I do too. I did just think it'll be Killers of the Flower Moon, and I think it will be specifically yeah, for Scorsese, but like also for the movie. Right. Like uh, you know, Frimo was saying. Uh, uh, so I. I feel like this must have been, like, fed to them as a question to give him of what was the last movie that made you cry? Because that seems like a very silly question to ask Thierry Frimeau when he just announced the can lineup. Uh, but yeah. his answer was Killies of the Flower Moon, so... It, it does feel like this is a movie... He's really hyping it up. It's yeah, he is really hyping, hyping it up. up. You know, it makes sense that, like, maybe this will be even, like, a little more crowd-pleasing than... Uh, some of Scorsese's movies. Yeah, Irishman or Silence. And then also just... But then also just him being there. And, uh... Right. You know, he stands up. You can barely see him because he's so short. He waves. And you get 15 more minutes. Yep. Um... (laughs) My answer is the idol. Um, Mm -hmm. Leaning into the evil... Sure. Uh, uh, I think that will get the most booze. I feel like yeah. that's going to get booze. It could, obviously. This is just a sort of I long mean, shot. Maybe it'll get if, the longest standing ovation, but also the most booze. If you're it, going for an evil standing ovation, that's right. like there's a more there's obvious a one right here. <laughs> well, sure, we just don't want to talk that, about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... I mean, whatever. We haven't I, said that... I, I was right when I said last week, I think the opening film will be either the My Win or the Woody Allen. It was the My Win. Um, um, Terry Firma is already Allen. saying it stupid is, things about Johnny Depp. No, it is not in competition. It's, not in competition. it's no, out of competition. It's out of competition. Yeah. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, I just think the idol is sort of... it's. There's famously the Neon Demon <laughs> uh, ovation was like 17 minutes long. Sure. I don't think sure. it's really as good as Neon Demon, but it's... No. I feel like Levinson's a... Uh, we have Revan at home in a way. He's definitely striving for some sort of but thing it's like, like that. The, the thing, especially. The thing, it's just TV, so pe- it's like sure, pe- people, I mean, will, Twin people, Peaks. people will just leave halfway through. Twin Peaks is uh, a completely different. Yeah, thing. yeah. Twin Peaks is like right. Um, like one of the most not beloved in cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just not they have, booed Wild at Heart. <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. My, yeah, I, Flower Moon, that's a better answer. Sure. Yeah. I also might just throw out Asteroid City, depending on how much of the cast is there, just because, like, mm-hmm. you got a you lot think of... just based on how, how many times they have to, like, put the character... Because that's, like, sure. that's really how they goose it, is, like, right. every time they yeah. move to a new person, that, like, gives it another pop. So, I, you know. So you think well, it's the cameraman is keeping the... It's a lot the, the cameraman, I think. I think a lot of it has to do with the cameraman. <sighs> well... Speaking of Astrid City, our next question is, what is the biggest Palm Ali candidate? And I'm prepared to say not only is the answer to that question Astrid City, I think Astrid City will be our least contentious Palm Ali winner ever. Wow. <laughs> I also had that as my pick. I think... I'm not super hot just... on that trailer. Sure. Um... The, uh, but you'll fall in love with the film. We'll see. I'm certainly open I think, to it. I mean, if, if, if you're just looking at this list and picking what we, what is most likely to be, obviously, um, the Haynes can make an appearance. I mean, it'll, sure. it'll make sure. an appearance. Yeah. Our, our war Past winner. Um, yeah. And we do skew American. Uh, so That's true. Yeah. Unless you know. We've we've gone through our full cycle, as we said, of uh, each of us picking. So we're starting anew, <laughs> and maybe it'll be something uh, you know off the cuff. Maybe maybe it's Ken Loach's year. <laughs> you yeah, if you like it, and you're like I, we just gotta get Ken Loach in there. Yeah, Ken Loach is gonna be my answer to the longest standing ovation. Wow, I don't think people care. Sure. <laughs> I the think old for standing ovation, it takes a movie ha- has to be kind of sweeping, which is that, that mm. it sort of has to end on a. But note I don't think it does. Bit. I feel like we've seen that like it can just be anything. What was the long one last year, Elvis? I think so. Elvis was very long. I assume that ends with him dying. Yeah, well, it's like a huge moment. It's actually the craziest ending. Great. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, um, next question, awards darlings. What do we think? Uh, I mean, the obvious answer here is just Scorsese, but as far as uh, I mean, right. Haynes maybe could be, maybe but like not as obvious as you know. There's no one as uh, I. I do think the my my next name that I would shout out is um, uh, Calder Benhania is a director who has had a movie nominated for Best International Feature, which I feel like it's a little yes. unusual to, like, be in that ecosystem and then be in Cannes competition. Right. Um, and this so, movie, Four Daughters, I've it's been unclear, but I've heard this is maybe, like, a hybrid documentary, so if it is eligible for... 
best documentary, maybe it starts to be like the, um, what was that Romanian movie that got both, uh, international, yeah, international feature and documentary, um, you know, there starts to be lots of spaces you can pop up, uh, you know, I don't know that there's, like, a clear answer of, like, is there, like, uh, the, like, international breakout, like, you know, last year it ended up being Ruben Ostland, who I don't think many of us would have <laughs> get, obviously that couldn't right. be nominated for international feature, but, um, yeah. I maybe, don't maybe know it'll that... Maybe uh, it'll be Roar Walker, because she just had a, a, a Sure, a yeah, she's probably, um, I could maybe see Justine Trier's movie, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, that sounds like it's, like... I, her her previous movies have been like a little more like dramedy, but this sounds like it's in like almost more of a thriller mode. Like I've heard, it's like kind of more Hitchcocky. Sandra Huller's in it, and I I've heard really good things about Sybil uh, as well. So I that's certainly on my radar, and like you know, I don't know that like. Hitchcocky thriller still is like the mode to get into an international feature, but no, maybe that just like hard. becomes a sensation. Uh, you know, maybe Aki Kurismaki's final film just can't be ignored. Yeah. Uh, and you know, people are always like on the lookout too for Corey to, to break back in. Sure. Uh, hasn't worked the yeah. last couple of films, but we'll see. Maybe this one. I mean, he is uh, back in Japan for the first time since Shoplifters. Sure. I'm I'm unclear at this point on what that movie is. I had heard that it's called Monster and is like is kind of a genre thing. But then there was a trailer I feel like that I saw a part of that didn't look like it was that at all. Um, but yeah. it, you know, like it is a, a movie about that... about, like, a teacher and a student. Right, that was what I was hearing. I was like, is this just The Hunt? The Mads Mikkelsen movie? Um, but it is, like, a movie that has a release date in Japan in a few months that, like, they've been, uh, you know, has, you know, was, like, announced as, like, ooh, Hurakaze Kurita has a secret project, and I, I think it is also going to have the last new original music by Ryuichi Sakamoto. I think I heard right. it, it I, I, what I heard is that it's mostly music he'd already written for other stuff, but there is some new stuff. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's up with that movie. We'll hear more sure. at some point. Next question? Next question is, what will be the worst film in competition? There is, like, you know, I already beat up on Ken Loach and Nani Moretti. There's a lot of, you know, I'm not going to beat up on someone who is, like, a young filmmaker who I don't really know. You know, there's not a lot yeah. of, like, that's going to suck Nothing in this competition. Nothing like, bad, really. But, well, my, so, my you know. probably the Moretti, I guess. Maybe. I mean, like, I feel like there's a chance that I hate the Jonathan Glazer. I like Bird. That is possible. Yeah, like, that movie could be, like, bad, bad. Because I I like Birth, but Under the Skin, which I know everyone loves, I just like that movie's okay, I guess. Um, Under under the Skin is... If it is, like, 
Under the Skin is like a shift away from me, like hating that movie. Yeah. Whereas like um, Sexy Beast and Birth, I I both I love. Both. But my official my way. official prediction here for what the worst movie in competition is, which maybe is another I could have said of uh, shouldn't be in competition is I think Vim Vendors is still in his flop era. I think his fucking toilet movie is gonna suck. He's got two movies at, he at the festival. He has yeah, another. He has the... a documentary that is uh, in the special screenings. Special screenings is People... all documentaries, I think, because it's Vendors, Steve McQueen, the second Wong Bing, and then uh, Claver Mendonca also as a documentary. But yeah, Vendors is winning the Palm Door. <laughs> well, that's the next question. Do you want to? Uh, oh, Lock in that answer. He's going to win his second palm for the toilet movie. So these are our <laughs> official predictions as we do every we have year. To stick. Well, can we... We don't know all the no, movies. No, yeah, no. It, this is not... We're not... We can't lock it in yet because there's going to be more movies, but we can it's, do... This is our first yeah. pass. You know, I think I very well might stick with my first, uh, first pass, but... Me too, probably. You, yeah. I, you we don't it, have. You can to. predict. You can switch later, but you can only switch to a movie that hasn't been announced. Right. Oh, that's yeah, right. that's fair. Concept. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Um, I think I said this probably when we did our uh, bracket right. episode, but hold I think on. It's, can uh, I read Warwalker. this quote from Vim Vendors that I tweeted earlier? <laughs> Yeah, Vim Fendry said in a statement, A toilet is a place where everybody is the same. There's no rich and poor, no old and young. Everybody's part of humanity. Smoothie is gonna suck eggs. I, I might argue <laughs> that you can be rich on a toilet. You have a bidet, you have a nice a I've toto. Seen, well, yeah, I've seen I mean, some fucking rich, fancy-ass rich. toilets. You rich see a poor, black I, toilet, like your world same. gets changed. But I'm like, gonna say, old young to me is the more yes, sure. right. <laughs> <That's all laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't put a little baby I mean, on the toilet. Right. And also, their shit looks different than ours. That's so true. Okay, uh, yeah. Honestly, he really should have just gotten the rights to everybody poops. Mm. That's so true. Like so about. true. It's like that's what he's trying to get at, and he's just talking around yeah. because he couldn't get the rights. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Um, but yes, my pick That's is... That's going in the episode description. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and I'm... my pick is, uh... La Camera by Alicia Rohrwalker. Yeah, that's that's what I wrote down as well. I do think she is just, uh... The top seed of who ended up in competition. I think I maybe had her at three. There is just, like... There's no one else in here who I'm, like... Yeah, like, you know, I, maybe, again, like, there is the documentary streak, but, like, I can't see people... I feel like the documentary thing has been, like, oh, this is, like, a thing everyone is just like, oh, yeah, that's good. I don't think that's gonna happen with Wong Bing's three-something-hour movie. The Color Ben-Hania movie, maybe, but, like, I feel like Laura Poitras and Nicholas Philibert are more established filmmakers and are, like, they are documentarians. Um, so, yeah, there's just, there's no one else where I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a palm winner. I'm just going with Roe Rocker. 
and you know, barring any big time additions, I feel like they're setting it up for her pretty well. Andy Emilio, Margot Bellocchio. Sure. Into the uh, you know the retirement watch. Yeah. Green jacket. Mm-hmm. Andy, do you want to uh, finish out the uh, Italian bingo card? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think I want to change. change. You don't, you don't yeah, want to ready. You, you can change. He can win I the second one. one. <laughs> and it'll be the one that's about clowns for sure. <laughs> what? I that's didn't what know this movie, movie was clowns? about clowns. <laughs> I'm more into it's it like about now. The theater and the okay. art. Okay, oh, I'm sure. more glad. I, now I'm that glad sounds great. In, yeah, I'm glad this is in competition now. Maybe, maybe he's back. God, what is Bill Irwin? Is in it? What, was he? Was he ever there? I mean, it we wouldn't. Like it wouldn't be unprecedented. He brought he brought in John Turturro for uh, Mia Madre, but uh, Matthew Almalric, unfortunately, is the non-Italian he brought in for this one. Not Bill Irwin. Yeah. All right, Andy. Hit us with All right, I gotta pick yes. someone. Um, I am gonna go with the Glazer because I think sure. his brand of stuff will yeah. really play to um, what's his face? Uh, Ruben Ostlund. Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, I, I could see it. Will be all in on that for sure. Yeah, there's a world where that right. happens. All right, we made uh, it. Um, Forty-five minutes. Do we want yeah. Is there anything in competition we didn't mention? I there guess, certainly uh, are. I mean, like I feel, but I feel like they're mostly movies that like we, yeah. came up at some point in the right. You know, Lita. There's only a couple. I feel like maybe the only movie that we have not mentioned at all. Oh, there's two. There's um, Jessica Hasney's film Club Zero, which we've talked sure. about, but then um, Tron on Hung's film. Uh, yeah. The Passion of Dodine Buffon, I feel like, is what Frimo called, what uh, Variety called it. I, I'm not clear if that's what it's actually going to be called in English. That's the direct translation of the French title. Uh, who, yeah. He is the third French director right now. He was born in Vietnam, but uh, immigrated to France when he was pretty young, and his not mostly made movies in French, but they have mostly been French productions. Um, and this one is in French and yeah, stars Juliette Binoche and Benoit Machinot. This was almost my pick for what could be the worst. Yeah, but it's this about This was go- almost my cooking. pick for it could be what good. could be a good movie that no one here. Yeah, this could about. be fun. Sure. I mean, you don't want to see like... Juliette Binoche and Benoit Machinot cooking? A romance between guess... a cook and the gourmet she works for? You love uh, Burnt, Cullen. Not really. <laughs> I just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> You're always talking about Burnt on Tubi. I mean, it's a movie that you got to talk about for sure. But, but yeah. Um, I think everything else that's in competition has been mentioned. Yeah, okay. uh, as far as a certain regard, I feel like that is just... They, they've kind of gone... It's just like confirming that like this is no longer a like dumping ground for stuff that didn't get into competition. It is more similar to Critics Week of like 
half of these movies are by first-time directors. The only... There's a few movies that have, like, famous French actors in them, and then the only really established director is um, Warwick Thornton, who we'd mentioned his movie with uh, Kate Blanchett. That's the closest to, like, uh, maybe that was close to being in competition. I feel like I'm happy with what we've covered. We'll have sure. a little bit more. more yeah, more to come, in, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little more in the official selection. Like, there have been rumors flying about shorts, and none of those made it into the press conference. Uh, but then also, um, we'll have Directors Fortnite next week. We'll have Critics Week next week. We'll have a jury at some point. And then we'll have a Cannes Film Festival to talk about next month. What if month. there's no jury? What if it's just those four? It's just us. Yeah, that would be good. He just gets to pick this time. Just once. God, him yeah. giving all the speeches at the awards ceremony. Yeah, that would be everything. good. He'd love that. He'd be like, um, yeah. uh, here's uh, Jessica Hausner up to... We're giving you best screenplay. Do you, uh, you, you want to scream at the audience? <laughs> Everyone has to yeah. scream. Oh, I can't wait to see what Oslin does, like... He's like, all right, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Coordinating the audience to do some bullshit. He's doing the uh, yeah the same warm up they made the DGA do with the Dan- with Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if he does the Spike Lee Titan thing, but on purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just really he thumbing so his funny. nose at the the pomp and circumstance of it all. The winner is nobody. I feel like. People don't talk about Spike Lee <laughs> announcing the ball winner <laughs> first enough. Like, that was pretty crazy. It was, I mean, obviously, yeah. no one was watching, so that's why no one talks about yeah, it. Yeah, I like, think that's but, probably like, right. That was <laughs> funny, And it's yeah. also like, you know, in the long... It's like... I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's inconsequential. Also, like, we all like Spike Lee, and it seems oh. like they... Uh, yeah! You it's know, entirely seems like they, they worked it out yes, and it's very they're all fun. fine. I love it. Yeah, it I is just, just funny. I'm always thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. amongst us hasn't confused French instruction. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah if, any, if someone told me to do something in French, I certainly would not do it in the right order. You just do it. <laughs> <with Paul. laughs> First instinct. Yeah, anytime uh, anyone says anything to me in French, I just <laughs> respond with the palm goes to Titan. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Does that go in the description? Uh, I don't think I I guess I've already got three things, so I think I'm good. (laughs) Great. Like new Takeshi Katana movie. Yes. Another another last movie that's exciting. It's Mm -hmm. a comedy about samurais? Is that it's like about funny samurais, I think. Sure. Is what they described it as. Very exciting to see a new movie from him, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh the good, the bad, and the weird guy. Yeah, yeah. I saw that as well. There. He has a new movie. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Cobweb. Cobweb. Yes, I was going to say Spider, but I know. Uh, Song Kang Ho is in it, I believe. Is about the a movie director obsessed with <laughs> changing the ending to his movie Cobweb, which was filmed in the 1970s. Okay. This is like confusingly written description it... that I've been reading all day, because I'm like, is it set? I was going to say, set, it must... It, it must now? be a period piece, because Song King Ho is not old enough now to have directed a movie in the 70s. A movie in the 70s, yeah, that is... Yeah, 
maybe just a Katrina. He was, yeah. <laughs> how how old was Sangkyo in the seventies? Um, <laughs> we don't need to. Yeah, he other, would have been yeah. twelve in uh, nineteen seventy nine. So I don't think hey. that's what it's about. Uh, all right, um, you want to do plugs coming? <laughs> or did you have any more? Yeah, is there more? Uh, I just want. I just wanted to say that while they were talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I believe the English translation of the press conference just said Phoebe on the bridge instead of understanding what her... He did. uh, Frameau, at the end of the press conference, he doesn't usually do it. He he thanked uh, Zlatowski by name and they cut to him in his booth. Who's the translator? Yes, the translator. Rubrik is Latowski's father. Right, I, re- I remember that he was someone. Of course, him. yep. Um, yeah, he also didn't take questions this year, which sure. is probably fine. None of them ever have interesting answers. They're never answers. good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're never the good French questions, nor does really he ever bad. give interesting like... answers to them. Yeah, I mean, he he's certainly given a lot of interviews. Sure, yes. he was he, doing the rounds, yeah. Yeah. Saying he stuff about popping off a little quote. Yeah, he's like tab. he's he's getting <laughs> even more. He's getting more and more into it by the year. We're just counting down until I don't even think we're gonna have to reach out to him. I think within the next three years he's gonna reach out to us. <laughs> That's right. I mean, well, I guess the question okay. is right. Does he say I, something? I, that... I, I... Yeah. I refuse to watch a movie that you guys told me at Cannes, but if I do see Thierry Fermo walking around, I will film him and put it on our TikTok. <laughs> Great. <laughs> does he do a lot of walking around during the festival? He I guess he's seen all the movies already. They put him in like yeah. a Pope mobile and drive him around. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be anywhere for him to go. Is They're all right? in the same complex, aren't they? Yeah. He just does- you know, lap on the croissant. Yeah, it's like it's like Chuck E. Cheese. It's like <laughs> the guy in the Chuck E. Cheese costume. It's like there's a and he like, is wearing a Chuck E. Cheese costume. It's like if, if someone in a mascot costume leading a parade in like a little tiny car. Yeah, but it's just him, and he's in like he's on a boosted board. And there's like there's like he's got like it's playing. He's got like loudspeakers playing like triumphant like. March marching music, and also really happy sad. birthday. Sure, right, right. And if it is your birthday, he'll sign something for you. <laughs> I think now. I think yeah. Yeah, it's we midnight. We should plugs. finish this up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're doing special presentations unless anyone has something offhand. Um, I mean, I had one. But Great. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I let's... mean. Real quick, I just—I uh, just, I hadn't thought of anything, and then in coming up with that bit, I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, last week tonight they did like an episode that was about okay uh, the homeowners <laughs> associations, but they did an, a bit where they were like, if you're under, if you're if you're born before before 1985 or whatever, like this won't apply to you." And so they made an alternative episode about the history of Chuck E. Cheese, and that is really fun. So it's at lastsqueaktonight.com. <laughs> recommended. Alright, uh, so if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can do so at Can I Kick It. If you want to follow us on Letterboxd or Instagram, it's at CIKI Pod. If you want to email us any questions or comments, you can do it at Can I Kick It Pod at gmail.com. 
if you want to uh, contribute any money to our cause, <laughs> you can do that at uh, coffee.com slash can I. And our theme song is by True Related, who's on Spotify and SoundCloud at True uh, Related. I'm on Twitter at Clatchley. Andy's Andy T. Germ. Jesse is JCP Glick Weber. And Emilio's I'm Laugh Alone. And with that, I will release our audience. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>